This is Digital Marketing Happy Hour Last Call. Grab a beverage and listen while we peruse the news and catch you up on the digital marketing news you may have missed this past week. Digital Marketing Happy Hour Last Call is brought to you by Araxum News. Visit news.araxum.com. That's news.araxam.com to stay up to date on the latest digital marketing and MarTech news. It's updated daily. Subscribe today and never miss out. Now, on with the news. TikTok has a new CEO. CNN reports that TikTok has finally appointed a new permanent chief executive, eight months after its former leader called it quits as the United States was threatening to ban the app. The company announced last Friday that it had named Shuzi Chu as CEO. He joined the company earlier this year as chief financial officer of ByteDance, TikTok's Chinese owner. Vanessa Pappas, who previously served as TikTok's interim head, is moving to the role of chief operating officer of TikTok. Chu is based in his hometown of Singapore, suggesting that the company no longer feels it needs a U.S.-based leader. Last year, it had tapped an American executive, Disney veteran Kevin Meyer, for the top job, and a move that was widely seen as an attempt to win over U.S. lawmakers. But TikTok was later embroiled in a dramatic, months-long battle in the United States after the Trump administration threatened to ban the short video platform unless it sold its American business to a U.S. entity. Former U.S. President Donald Trump had sought to clamp down on TikTok over claims that the app poses a national security risk, an assertion that TikTok has previously called unfounded. Meyer resigned just three months into the job, citing the huge shift in the political environment. The firm then promoted Pappas, who until then had served as general manager of TikTok's U.S. operations from Los Angeles. TikTok is hugely popular in the United States, with about 100 million users in the country. This February, the Biden administration asked a federal court to pause litigation over Trump's attempts to ban TikTok from the United States while it conducted a review of the previous administration's approach to the social media company. Policymakers' chief worry last year was that ByteDance could be forced to hand over TikTok's data on users to the Chinese government under the country's national security laws. TikTok, for its part, has said that it stores American user data on U.S.-based servers with a backup in Singapore and that its data isn't subject to Chinese law. But skeptics argue that TikTok's parent, ByteDance, is ultimately a Chinese business that's still beholden to Beijing. So, Ryan, this is a big move. They finally put a new CEO in place. TikTok is growing leaps and bounds and is probably going to continue to do so. As the article mentioned, there's over 100 million users in the U.S. alone. That is roughly a little less than one third of the entire population of the country. Pretty significant. Although the litigation here may not be over, there are some legitimate concerns about the fact that ByteDance is Chinese owned. And as we know, other social media players in this space, Google, Facebook and others, have different rules with regard to the data when it comes to their Chinese audience. So there's a good chance that TikTok could fall into this. And I got a feeling this is going to be closely watched. But the fact remains that we live in a global economy these days. And so as these social media platforms give rise, and we'll see some new ones, and we'll see some evolution of these over time, this is going to be a constant theme. But privacy, as it remains, is going to be watched more and more closely. So interesting to see how this develops. You know, privacy has been such a theme recently for various reasons. And I think you obviously put TikTok in that category also. 
The big thing too is to look to, you know, what TikTok saying is going to be in the data stored on US-based servers with a backup in Singapore, which, you know, I, I, I think that's fine. I think that's great. It just, again, but ByteDance is a Chinese business. And so that's where the waters get a little murky and it's not clear exactly what's going to happen. But as you said, this is something that will be watched and it'll be interesting to see what goes on. But I, I would have to say the, the recent movements are, I think, going in a little bit more of a privacy first, maybe compared to what it was previously that we, we knew or we didn't know about the data. So again, something to keep following, but there's no doubt that TikTok is just continuing to grow by leaps and bounds globally. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Google Ads announces privacy-focused changes for analytics, tag manager, and enhanced conversions. Search Engine Line is reporting that in a Google marketing live stream next week of upcoming product launches, Vidya Srinivasan, vice president of engineering at Google Ads, wrote about machine learning in Google Analytics, consent mode for tag manager, and enhance conversions with first-party data. Google announced GA4 last year, which includes conversion modeling to help close measurement gaps and get better insights into customer behavioral analytics data as privacy becomes more of a concern for users. In last week's announcement, Google said they are extending their advanced machine learning to behavioral analytics reporting in Google Analytics. For example, in user acquisition reports, if there's a gap in the number of new users a campaign has acquired, we'll now use modeling to help fill that gap. With or without cookies, this feature will help marketers enhance their understanding of the customer journey across their apps and websites. Adjust consent mode in Google Tag Manager. Consent mode helps advertisers in Europe and the UK adjust how Google tags users based on their individual consent status. If a user does not consent to the use of cookies, consent mode uses conversion modeling to help marketers measure the customer decision journey instead. To make it easier for their website to integrate with consent mode, they'll soon allow access directly from tag manager accounts where they'll be able to modify and customize tag behavior in response to users' consent performances, said Google's vice president of engineering. Enhanced conversions help preserve measurement in lieu of cookies. When cookies aren't available, first-party and consented data can help fill in the measurement gaps. Enhanced conversions allow tags to use consented first-party data and give a more accurate view of how users convert after engaging with ads. Marketers will also be able to get the data they need to unlock performance insights like conversion lift and improvement measurement in cases where their ad is shown on one device and the user converts on another. The data is always hashed to protect user privacy and ensure security, according to the Google blog. More details about these products and features, as well as announcements about the new solutions happen on May 27th at Google Marketing Livestream. With the ongoing conversation around privacy for users and maintaining targeting and measurement accuracy for advertisers, these solutions from Google Ads attempt to preserve user data while ensuring that search marketers have the best information to improve and adjust their campaigns. This is something that we are seeing on multiple different platforms, most recently with Apple and privacy with tracking what had to do with the apps. Now you're seeing Google ads again 
you know, trying to preserve that user data, but ensuring that advertisers will be able to measure conversions. And that's the big thing as an advertiser. Well, yes, I don't want to undermine that advertisers do care about your privacy. At the end of the day, if an advertiser is spending money and they truly can't measure a return on ad spend, there's a big issue there with advertisers. So I think what Google is doing is going above and beyond, let's say, maybe what Facebook is going through right now, where I don't think Facebook has found a real solution to the tracking prevention, basically, that iOS users are able to enable on their phones. So I'm finding it that Google obviously has known this; these privacy issues have been coming up for years now, knowing what Apple was doing, and then coming up with this announcement right on the heels of iOS 14.5. Now, that might be a coincidence. I think this is something that's been brewing for a long time. But if they can truly show, keep privacy sacred, and fulfill sort of an obligation to advertisers who are spending money that you can accurately and effectively measure conversions, I, I, I mean, I think that's that's the golden ticket right there. Yeah, I think you mentioned it, Ryan, during the last article. Privacy is going to be a theme for quite some time now with the new privacy features that were added to the latest version of iOS, with the elimination of third-party cookies, with the GDPR entering its fourth year on the books, and you've got more privacy laws cropping up as well as laws around cookies. Privacy is continuing to be the theme of things, and Individuals are looking for guarantees and protections, so it is big tech's responsibility to provide some of that. However, the flip side of that, from the marketing side, from the small business side, heck, from the large business side, we need to track to a certain extent what's going on. Even if the data is anonymized, we need to be able to determine if the strategies we're employing are working. And this is why you're seeing companies like Google uh, launch some of these new features so that we can find a balance between all of it. So it's extremely important. It's going to continue. I don't know if what they're doing here is going to be the answer, but I think you're going to see a lot more tinkering in the months to come until we find something that provides a good balance for privacy as well as the need for data. Yelp announces custom location targeting and more features to expand reach for local businesses. MarTech Today is reporting that Yelp is now rolling out custom location targeting, machine learning generated budget recommendations, and a number of other new features designed to give business owners more control over their presence and ads on the platform the company announced last week. Custom location targeting. Businesses on Yelp can now designate specific locations for their ads to appear. Before this, they could only advertise in a radius around their location. CLT, or Custom Location Targeting, is available now to new self-serve advertisers and will be fully rolled out in the coming weeks. New budget recommendations. The platform has also redesigned its budget editing experience, adding machine learning generated budget recommendations for advertisers. Yelp's machine learning model analyzes the business's profile, historical campaign performance, and lookalike audience data to generate budget recommendations. Connect audience model. Businesses that use Yelp Connect, a publishing tool not unlike Google Posts to communicate with their customers, are now able to market to a wider audience. This expansion, known as the Connect Audience Model, enables businesses to show their posts to people who have interacted with similar businesses or searched for relevant categories. Previously, Yelp Connect only allowed businesses to target people who have bookmarked or followed their Yelp profile. This product was specifically designed to make Yelp Connect more useful for service-based businesses. 
quote, since our initial pilot, home and local services businesses have seen consumer engagement with Connect posts increase by three times on average compared to previous engagement levels, the announcement reads. Other additional announcements include a step-by-step guide to help business owners set up their profiles and use help to market themselves, a revamped ad dashboard for the Yelp for Business mobile app, including some features that were previously only available on the desktop version, and guidance on ad text to help business owners write more compelling copy. Yelp's announcements are all about expanding reach and making advertising easier for local business owners. The new custom location targeting has the potential to be a very useful tool for service-based businesses that operate in a geographical area different from their physical location. With the new consumer behaviors introduced by the pandemic, this might include real estate businesses, online tutoring services, and various other service providers. The Connect Audience model helps businesses market to potential customers based on their interests and search history, which can enable them to reach higher intent audiences. And Yelp's new budget recommendations may be able to tap into data that the platform has access to, but individual business owners do not, which may help them run more efficient campaigns. And we've seen a shift here in consumer behavior throughout the course of the pandemic, Ryan. But as we've talked about, I don't know that that behavior is going to return to the previous version of normal. I think there's going to be a new version of normal. And so in addition to the privacy concerns that these businesses are rolling out, they're also trying to increase the feature set that they offer to allow businesses to do a better job of outreach to customers. And these additions by Yelp are a perfect example of that. We talked about local SEO and the importance of local SEO on a previous version of Digital Marketing Happy Hour, which I would recommend you go back and check out. But these features tie in very, very nicely with that. In addition to all of the other features they're offering, now they're creating new ways for you to target very relevant members of your audience or segments of your audience. And that's going to be key here because now it's not just geography, it's those with intent. And this could be a huge conversion tool for small to medium-sized businesses. Well, when you mention Yelp advertising to a lot of SMBs, that alone is a really touchy subject. And Yelp, for every success story that an advertiser has on Yelp, you'll have other businesses rip them to shreds at how they manipulate the results. And especially when it comes to the ratings of what that gets a positive review and what gets a negative review, meaning not that people aren't leaving them, but what's getting suppressed, whether you're paying for advertising or not. And they've been through the court systems and everything else. So I think they have been under a little bit of have a PR problem with SMBs. In order to overcome that, they had to do something different and they had to add more value. So what you talked about here with the custom location targeting, they are doing more. And I kind of find it interesting that it is emulating a little bit with Google. They said Google posts, also kind of Google ads itself, how you can really get a little bit more granular with it. So with Yelp, they're saying no longer is it just a radius, but you can get a custom location targeting. So they're competing against a lot. And when you're talking about local advertising, when you're talking about local search results, that is important. Making sure that your business shows up on local maps and so forth. And Yelp does have a lot of authority. And you find Yelp results in just about most cities, definitely in the USA, when you're doing a local business, you'll find them on the first page. For them to get to the top and Yelp to make some money, they've had to up their game, especially with, again, some of the criticism they've received over the years. So it'll be interesting to watch. I find it interesting that they're emulating Google a bit here, and that's not a knock on them. I mean, 
when somebody else does something right, you copy, right? So it'll be interesting to follow this and see how perceptions have changed and, you know, what kind of revenue Yelp will, you know, if they get a bump from this or not. That was a quick recap of some of the top news you may have missed. We'll leave you with this quote from Benjamin Franklin. Either write something worth reading or do something worth writing about. If you enjoyed listening to Digital Marketing Happy Hour, please hit that subscribe button so you can effortlessly get that next episode downloaded on your mobile device. If you really like us, please give us a rating and a review. We truly appreciate it. This was Last Call. Thank you for listening. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.